Have you ever stopped to consider that maybe the problem isn't everybody and everything else, but maybe the problem might actually be you? So deeply ingrained in our thoughts, behaviors, and reactions that we often aren't even aware of our own unhealthy patterns that are keeping us in the very thought loop and circumstances that we are trying to break free from. A moment of clarity, the newness emerges, the liberation of making a new decision, taking a chance on a habit that you've never embodied before, followed immediately by scarcity, fear, and out of subconscious behavior, making the exact same decision that you were making five minutes ago. This level of work, it's deep. It involves going inward and really understanding where our unwanted behaviors are coming from. Whether these behaviors be as a business owner, breaking free of your time management cycle, finding more productivity, waking up earlier, breaking that habit, succeeding in a relationship, becoming something that you have never been, it all requires you to do something that you have never done. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, by definition, is insanity, according to Albert Einstein. So as I walk you through this journey today, I want you all to give some perspective to where are your unhealthy patterns? Put aside your ego. What stories are you telling yourself that you need to change in order to become the business owner that you are trying to become? It's time to own your shit and let go of it all, savages. Let's do this. What is going on, Savages? And welcome back to another episode of the Business Savage Podcast. I am your host and your business coach, Cassandra Britton. I am a serial entrepreneur, sparking that hunger that lives inside of business owners and reigniting their flame to grow both personally and, of course, professionally. I started my first of multiple businesses at the age of 19. I've since scaled them to six and seven figures. So I am here to give you the tools that you need to expand your mindset to believing that you are worthy of it all and the practical business knowledge to make it all happen. If you have a sec, go give us a follow on Insta. It's at the.business.savage. And a reminder to hit the bell here at the top corner so that you never miss a future episode as they air. And lastly, if you've been here, you've been listening, and you enjoy this podcast, please take a second and leave us a review here. It greatly helps us grow and has allowed us to reach the top 10% charts. Friends, before we dive into today's episode, I have a special announcement and invitation. If you are a female business owner, we work with men and women, but the specific program is just for our women, and you are ready to do this level of work that we talk about in this episode and a lot of the episodes on this show, you know that you need support and exploration to take yourself to that next level in your business, I urge you to check out our Evolve Mindset Community for Female Entrepreneurs. We walk you through a six-week program of exploration, embodiment, breathwork, meditations, visualizations, polarity work, healing modalities, and education to unlock what is blocking you and give you the permission to step into your power as a business owner and as a woman. Our Evolve Mindset program, many of the women have said that this program transformed their lives and their businesses in a way that they had never anticipated and they didn't realize That mindset was the key and that deep work, what was going to help them unlock everything that they were trying to achieve. We're starting at the end of July with our next round and doors are now open. We've got a couple of limited seats left. So if you are interested, head over to www.thebusinesssavage.com and check out all of the details. We'll see you inside. 
Okay, friends, ladies and gentlemen, on this show, we talk about the things that most of you are too scared to talk about. So sometimes it feels okay to listen, but you might just be lurkers in the background. Some of you actually do take action and apply some of these things into your lives. Some of you even join our programs, our workshops, our retreats, our events, our communities, our social accounts. And some of you are using all of this alongside other business and mindset podcasts to carve the pathway for your business journey, all of which is amazing because you are growing. But today I want to chat with you about our unhealthy and our toxic patterns, how powerful and how liberating it can feel to break your patterns and learn new patterns that serve you at a higher level of the business owner you are trying to become. If you're here and you're listening to the show, then I know that this is resonating and it is of interest or you wouldn't have clicked on this episode. The only difference I want you to understand between you and the person that you look up to, that you admire, that you are idolizing over, that you are wishing you had their life, you are stalking them on social media, is that they owned their shit. They decided to change the things that were not working and find the thing that does work. So let's do that over and over and over again. The last six months of my life, I have shared a lot of personal things with y'all and a lot of the growth that I have been growing through myself with my move to Texas and some relationship stuff and business expansion, the superior highs that I've had in my life and the ultimate lows along the way. They have been polarizing, but they've also been very powerful. Some days, guys, I am crippled. It takes a lot for me to get out of bed. And some days I am filled with so much love and so much hope and just a complete knowing that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. But really, what is all of this for? This journey that we are on as business owners, when things are hard as fuck, (laughs) we're working way more hours than we aren't. We feel like our businesses have complete control over us. We've just created a 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. for ourselves instead of a 9 to 5. And this is way shittier pay, but a more glorified title. (laughs) What are we doing this for? Why do we really do this? What is it all for? Freedom, right? Freedom. The freedom to write a podcast episode on my lake house beach watching the sunset as I did this episode. Freedom to say yes or no to a client and work on my own time. Freedom to decide what projects are going to make it down the pipeline and will actually receive funding. Freedom to work with whom I want and spend time with those who actually inspire me. Freedom to make these decisions. That is why we do it. But that freedom, it doesn't come with the snap of your fingers and it does not come with the same mindset that you had when you were working back in that nine to five job, taking shit from your boss and counting down the minutes till you could leave. It comes from going so deep into ourselves that we understand what it is that needs to change to get us where we are headed. The business owner I was at 19 is not the same business owner I am today at 33, and it sure as fuck won't be the business owner that I am at 34, because I'm growing and I'm changing every single day. It comes from going so deep into ourselves that we understand this what, and that we know what it is that needs to change. So let's talk about it, because that what, those are your habits and your patterns, and I want to talk about that. That's the juicy stuff. Those are the things that you've been carrying around for years. Gosh, only knows how many. 
the automatic reactions that you have to things, the triggers, that triggered feeling or that sensation to something, the instinct to lash out or the familiar feeling of avoidance or the same problem coming up over and over and over again with every single employee. The same marketing campaign, it's not performing. The same technique, it's not working. The same excuses, not working. The same attempt at time management, still not working. The same ending to relationships. The same courses that you're buying still are not changing anything in your business. I think, oh, I'll buy another one, I'll buy another one, I'll buy another one. They're still not doing anything. Mm, I wonder why. These are your patterns. You're hoping that something externally will change, but until you go inward and change yourself, Nothing's going to change. Say that again. Ready for my unpopular opinion? Want to turn the volume up? Have you ever stopped to consider that maybe the problem isn't everybody and everything else, but the problem might actually be you? The problem might actually be that you respond the exact same way in the same type of situation. And as a result, you're getting the exact same result. A result that you are not desiring, but yet you are so quick to blame somebody else or something else. As long as you don't have to take ownership because that would bruise our egos and heaven forbid that we should ever bruise our own ego and allow ourselves to be exposed to vulnerability, right? I've been doing a lot of this, guys, a lot, a lot of trigger work, a lot of pattern work, owning my own shit, understanding where responses and patterns they come from. Here's my conclusion. 99% of the time, at least for me, it comes down to fear. It comes down to trying to protect ourselves. Your mind, it automatically wants to protect you. And so it will. It will resort back to familiar. It will resort back to patterns that it recognizes will be the pathway back to safety. But is the fear even rational? Is the fear even true? Is it happening right now? Or is it something that you're just scared could potentially happen? Is the fear an illusion? Or is it a story that you're just telling yourself? Here's an example for y'all that I have recently surrendered to. Y'all know that I like to talk about my polarity work, my masculine and feminine energies. I have been doing so much work in this space and just living up the concept of polarity work. So many of y'all have heard my story. You understand me a little bit deeper. Maybe if you've listened here for a while, you know a lot about my personal life and my relationship life. And I have typically worn a very, very dominant masculine energy for 95% of my life. I kept an armor on my whole life, okay? I kept my guard up all the time and I've constantly told every male partner that I've had, I can do it myself. Well, let's think about that for a minute. For anyone who has done any degree of polarity work and understands the essence of masculine and feminine energies, we know that the feminine does not emerge unless it feels safe and supported, okay? If you don't know anything about that, that's okay. Listen up. I'm going to give you a little lesson here. The feminine does not emerge, your feminine energy, it does not emerge unless it feels safe and it has to feel supported. She won't poke her head out if it doesn't feel safe. The masculine Okay, the masculine walls, they will not go down and allow that feminine softness flow and surrender to be exposed if it feels threatened. But what allows the feminine to emerge is for the masculine to be replaced with another masculine that she does trust. Which, friends, this means that your partner needs to be able to fully step into their masculine in order for this entire process to even be accurate. But When you are occupying the space for the masculine and it's already full, his masculine cannot be in its full essence, which means your feminine will not feel safe enough to reveal herself, which means 
you will push away the man that you are not only desiring, but biologically needing for the relationship to work. Let that sink in. So can you imagine why I've always had such a hard time in finding my partners with a masculine energy and my walls up? Thinking that I need a more feminine man so that I can stay strong in my masculine when in reality, I couldn't have been more wrong. I needed to recognize each way and each time my masculine won't surrender. And I needed to learn myself, me, how do I do that? How do I change that so that I can call in a partner and allow him to stand so powerfully in his masculine? That is what I desire and that is what I truly need. See, that, that is called recognizing our own patterns. It wasn't them. It wasn't ever them. It was me. I wasn't healed. I wasn't ready. I wasn't aligned. And I wouldn't allow my feminine to emerge. So let's talk about some of the typical patterns we see in business. I'm going to switch gears over to business because after all, this is a business mindset podcast. Number one is avoidance. And of course, all of this transfers into other avenues of our lives, all avenues of our lives. Number one is the game of avoidance. Do I have any other avoidant attachments out there? Avoidance, it's a fun game that we entrepreneurs like to play with the big things in our business. The ones that some productivity ninjas will call the rocks, right? If you guys have ever heard the rocks, pebble sand analogy. The ones that actually move the needle, the ones that produce the juice, right? They're either really, really hard, something that you don't yet know how to do, and it takes so much resistance, right? So it's going to take a lot of effort, a lot of resources. So what do you do? You avoid it. You want to know the most common one that I can think of that I see almost every freaking business owner that is struggling to make it? What, it is, what is it that they're avoiding? It's email marketing. Most businesses, they do not utilize email marketing because they don't know how to do it. They don't know what to write about. They don't know when to send it. They don't even know why it matters or why anyone would read it. So they just don't do it. Meanwhile, it is the highest return of investment in the entire digital marketing space. Yes, the highest. But because of some resistance, business owners, they will avoid it. They'll bury their head in smaller things that do not drive new traffic or nurture existing relationships. They think tossing a post up on social media will get them all of their new business. Avoidance also includes the well, I figured somebody else was doing it. Not assigning proper roles or assuming someone else is just going to take the responsibility. That's also avoiding. If this is you in your business or in your relationships, call yourself out. Because until you decide to stop avoiding, nothing will change. Number two, this is good enough. My complacence out there. Those of you who stay comfortable, it's okay. Well, it's working for now. You don't have the desire to take a risk, try something new, expand your business because you were taught that in order to have any of those things, it's probably really, really, really hard. That's a lot of work. You don't want to do that. So instead of working smarter, not harder, you just say, it's okay. I'm good here. Here's good. You stay in this mediocre business doing okay months. And then my personal favorite is the grass is greener. This is a huge one. This is a huge pattern that I've recognized in many business owners. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of a story. I was at the Kajabi Marketing Conference a few weeks ago down in Austin, Texas. And Brendan Burchard, I think it was Brendan Burchard. It might have been somebody else who told the story, but I'm giving the credit to Brendan right now. So sorry if it wasn't him. Tells us this story. And so I'm going to give you my own in, in, uh, interpretation and how I remember this because it really stuck and the details don't really matter, but it's the point of the story that really does matter. So there's this gentleman that's stranded on an island. 
He's dropped off on this island, and he is given enough resources to build a bridge to get himself back to shore and survive. And so what does he do? He starts building himself a bridge. But halfway along the journey, he realizes, ah, I don't know. I don't know if this bridge is high enough. It probably should have been a little bit higher because of the water and all this stuff. And maybe I should just take it down and, and build a new bridge. So what does he do? He stops building that bridge, jumps over and starts building a new bridge. And as he's building this new bridge, he gets about halfway through and he realizes, ah, this probably should be a little bit wider. This isn't really wide enough. Stops building that bridge and goes on to start building a third bridge. And at this point, turns around and realizes that he is out of resources. And now he no longer has a complete bridge or enough resources to get him back to shore. So I want you guys to think about that for a second, because how often do we as business owners start a project and before it's done through completion, we give up? So many of us entrepreneurs, we'll start a project before giving it everything that we have. Something goes wrong. We jump ship and on to the next best idea that we think is going to be the be all and end all. This is the one that's going to make me a millionaire. This is the one that's going to change everything. Wrong. How many times do we do that in relationships? Something gets a little bit hard and you jump ship because you think something else is going to be shinier and better, not realizing you're going to have to break through the exact same patterns with a new person. Because the problem is you. The problem is not the other person. The problem wasn't the idea. The problem was that you were not executing on it. The problem was you half-assing it and then wondering why it didn't work, thinking something else is going to be better. You want to know what makes millionaires? Consistency. Go ahead. Ask one. Ask a millionaire. They will tell you resiliency and consistency. They will tell you that it is the ability to work on something over and over and over until it is perfect and complete and not bail when it gets a little bit hard and you just jump ship. Ladies and gentlemen, these are all patterns. They come from somewhere. You learned this behavior somewhere. Usually it's in our childhood. You were taught this behavior, but here is the beautiful part. You have the choice to change it. We don't have control over many things in this world, but we do have control over our choice to change our patterns. But you have to want to. You have to be willing to take ownership. You have to be willing to put aside your ego and admit that you have something you're wanting to change and recognize what you need to do to change it. I get it. Taking ownership can be sloppy. It can be hard. It can be messy. It is hard to put aside your ego and admit that you were wrong. You maybe maybe feel a little bit exposed or maybe it's weak. Sometimes you feel vulnerable. I get it. I get that it's scary. But without stepping into your heart, you'll never be able to recognize that changing these patterns is what will actually set you free from the reason you created those patterns in the first place. Let that sink in. Small example for you guys. It took me a really long time to recognize and admit my relationship with alcohol wasn't healthy. It wasn't ever horrible. My mom was an alcoholic. I grew up with her as an alcoholic. Her father was an alcoholic. So I was recognizing some patterns in myself where I was using it to numb and for many other wrong purposes. I didn't want to admit that it was a problem because that meant that I was wrong. And that meant that I needed to change, which I honestly didn't know if I had the courage to do it. Admitting why I was drinking, what I was actually hiding from, and then facing and dealing with those things is why I am able to experience happiness and a life that I don't have to numb from anymore. Now I can have a casual drink if I choose to without it being a problem. So it starts with awareness. Common signs will be reoccurring outcomes in your life. Maybe it's a project, maybe it's a relationship, it always ends in the same way. If you're having a high no-show rate with your client calls, or maybe your closing rate on sales calls is consistently low, chances are something needs to change, right? The same thing applies when you're breaking your patterns. 
Maybe it's chronic self-doubt. Common foods that you reach for at certain times. Maybe it's common reactions in an exact same or certain situation. Maybe it's a common response to a certain trigger or a constant situation that you're finding yourself in that you just don't seem to understand. Why is this happening? Why does this keep happening to me? I know I'm calling a lot of you guys out on this. The next is to take ownership. We have to acknowledge that you have the power to break free and make the changes. The most important piece of taking ownership is avoiding putting any blame on anyone or anything else. Oh, well, it's because of blank. Or I didn't do that because they did blank. Or that wasn't working, so I couldn't blank. Or the client didn't show up because of blank. Take ownership, people. What was your role in the situation? What could have and should have done differently to alter that situation? What was your role? And try this, as hard as it is, instead of defending, which we all want to naturally do, you get it? Going instantly into defense. Take a breath. Take a deep breath and ask yourself, is this a pattern? Simply by saying sorry or taking ownership, I can be better. I can do better. You give yourself empowerment and encourage to initiate the necessary transformation. You've got to break the cycles. Pay attention to your thoughts. Take time to be alone and self-reflect and analyze. Challenge your negative beliefs. Usually toxic patterns are stemming from negative beliefs that we hold onto about ourselves and the world around us. And if you can identify the underlying belief that drives your toxic behaviors, you can consider alternative perspectives. And then you can replace those self-limiting beliefs with positive affirmations and more empowering thoughts. It's that shift in your mindset that can help us to break the cycle and to actually step into our hearts. The last thing that I'll say around this is you need to surround yourself with relationships that will call you out on your bullshit. People that know you and aren't afraid to tell you when you're demonstrating recurring patterns and things that clearly need to be worked on. A real friend, they do this for you. A real partner, they do this for you. Burying their head in the sand and smiling at you so that they don't hurt your feelings, that's not serving you. That's what a real coach will do. That doesn't help you grow. That reaffirms what you're doing is okay and keeps you in the exact same place that you are right now. So if you are having trouble with this, maybe you need a community. Maybe you need a coach. Take a look at who's in your circle. What are your patterns? What are your triggers? What are you avoiding? What are you numbing? What are you scared of? Once you've identified the real depths of this, you'll be able to work deeper into all of the patterns that are reaffirming this belief and keeping you in this place. Friends, I'm terrified of commitment. I have grown up with parents in a horribly unhealthy marriage, marriage that honestly, I think would have been more beneficial to my siblings and I if they had divorced when we were really young rather than trying to stay together and staying in the toxicity. It has caused me to put up a very strong masculine wall and it comes out in my businesses and all of my relationships. It took me ages to let men into my heart, to allow someone to call me their girlfriend, to accept that I may get my heart broken. I would bury myself in my businesses and yes, they took off. And yes, I have a lot of success to show, but it wasn't until this last year of my life that I realized that I could be 80 years old with a lot of money and successful businesses behind me, but no partner and no children to share it all with if I don't face my fear of commitment and all the unhealthy patterns that I have that surround and support that fear. 
But ladies and gentlemen, what are your patterns? What is that negative underlying belief or story that you're telling yourself? What do you keep doing in your business that is giving you the exact same result week after week, month after month? What relationships do you need to nurture? Where do you need to own your shit? Set your ego aside and admit that you're wrong. You can be better and you can choose to be better. Reminder that if this struck a chord and you are feeling ready to do this level of work, you need some support and someone to call you out. I would love to walk you through our Evolve program for female entrepreneurs. The link for Evolve, it is in our show notes. Or you can find it on our Instagram. It's all over our Instagram page or on our website, www.thebusinesssavage.com. We'd love to have you there and help you break these unhealthy patterns. Friends, before we wrap up today's episode, if you are feeling called to explore this work deeper and you understand how powerful these containers can be in person and when you are completely submerged into a transformational experience and community, check out our boss retreats. It's happening this October, the 25th to the 29th in our stunning Eco Mexico Jungle Resort. Four days of intensive breath work, daily yoga practices, chakra aligning, energy clearing, sound healing, and mindset sessions. Everything is included in our retreats, including your healthy meals, accommodations, and transportation to and from the airport, as well as our evening private cenotes fear experience. This event is perfect for couples, friends, mothers, daughters, men, women, business partners, or just a complete solo experience. Head to www.bossretreats.ca to explore what this experience could look like for you and how you can become the boss of your own life with Boss Retreats. I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. That is all that I have for y'all for today. And I welcome any conversations, shares, insights. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. It's at the.business.savage. And if this resonated and you know someone who needs to hear this, own their shit and break their own patterns, grab the link and share it on your stories or with a friend so that we can collectively heal and become a more awakened society. If you feel like subscribing, there's a bell at the top corner so that you won't miss any of our future episodes, which is pretty cool if you like us that much. And remember that a savage will get knocked down, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys.